Hey everyone, welcome once again to Ask, where this week we ask, if you were stranded on a desert island, you're gonna have to wait for the answer. And two other great questions, stay tuned. Welcome back once again. And if you ask questions um, on our website, cornerstonebv.org, just go to the media page, and you go to drop down, ask, and uh, leave your name or don't, we will answer an upcoming episode. So uh, most likely there's been very few that I've thrown out. Uh, occasionally I'll answer one directly to a person if I know who they are. But I'm like, nobody else cares, but you do. So, hey, I'll give you the answer. But usually it'll come on, but it's sometimes it'll take a few weeks. So watch every episode and wait and see when is your question going to get on. Um, but we need your questions because uh, that's what makes this show tick. Because if you have questions, other people have them. And then you're just going to hear me talk about things I want to talk about. And you probably don't want to hear that. So make sure you do that. Okay. Um, all right. So you've been waiting for this. You're you're just anxious to know. Stranded on an island. What is the question, right? So if, if you were stranded on a desert island and you would like to take 10 Bible verses with you, which ones would you bring? You're like, eh. All right, all right, all right. So, stranded on a desert island, I have to kind of splice this because Steve said I had a fuzz on my collar, so apparently I had to get that off. A fuzz? Where am I? Here? Like, am I, like, on the actual Uh, so, we're back. I'm a little bit distracted. We're gonna do our best, okay? So this probably comes from, as I said, uh, last week's question on memorizing Scripture, and I'm not going to give you a long list of scriptures because um, we don't really have time for that. And looking up references, I can give you better guidance. I think, at least for me personally, what I would do um, is I would, if I don't, if I could only bring ten, it's kind of a weird thing to think about. I'd bring my Bible, but if I couldn't do that, I probably already know more than ten. But let's just pretend. We'll play pretend, okay? So what are so you really probably just asking? What do I think are the ten most important scriptures? And that's I can't do that. Like it's just so hard for me to do that. But I'd probably look up some. I'd probably want to memorize some scriptures about you know different topics. I think I would need trying to live my life on that desert island. Um, I would want a scripture on the glory of Christ, the richness of, of Christ. We can worship Him. Um, Maybe even a psalm too, like a, a verse or two from the psalm, so I can. It helps me worship God while I'm on that island. Um, I'd want on the love of God. So if I'm feeling lonely, I remember His love. I'd want one on fighting temptation, because even on a desert island, you're gonna get tempted to do something. I'm sure, right? I don't know what, but I'm sure. So uh, a scripture verse can help me in those times of, of temptation. Um, I'd want one on who am I positionally in Christ, so I don't forget that I'm always in Christ and he's not going to leave me or forsake me, right? I'd, I'd want one on forgiveness found in Christ uh, so I can re just be reminded I'm a sinner, but I'm forgiven. I'm a son of the king. So whenever this day ends, if it's to my death, I'm going to be with him. Um, and lastly, if I am with my wife, I'd want maybe one on marriage to remind me how to take care of her. So he didn't say if there was someone with me. So, um, so there could be a lot of other things depending on the situation. But you get my drift. I think finding key scriptures that remind us of who God is, who we were, but who we are now, no matter where you are, is very important. All right? Great question. Okay, second one. It's kind of long. Uh, let me just summarize the beginning. It's in John 2. Maybe you remember where uh, Jesus goes to a wedding with his friends and his mother, a uh, wedding at Cana, right? This is where he changes the water into wine, okay? And so the question is, Mary seems to uh, anticipate that Jesus will be involved, but Jesus' first reaction is, no, 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 it's not my time yet. But then Mary just says, no, no, do what he says, and then he does it. So is it miscommunication? Is there something else behind this? Um, 
and, and great question. So Jesus said, so again, this is just set the scenario, right? Is, is they run out of wine at this wedding, which weddings were like a week long, right? It's not like we may be used to. And so they're there and they're hanging out and they run out of wine. This isn't a huge social embarrassment um, to, in their culture, that would have been really, really embarrassing for um, the, the, the host right, of the wedding. So that Mary doesn't want that embarrassment to happen. So it's more than just, hey, we need wine, right? This is much more about a social grace and embarrassment that, that Mary wanted to bless this uh, person. And so Mary says, hey, Jesus can do something about this because she knows who he is. And Jesus says, hey, it's not my time yet. Meaning my public ministry, this is actually before his baptism, uh, which we talked about a few weeks ago where uh, that was sort of the the spearhead into Jesus' ministry, miracles, driving demons out, etc. And so Jesus is like, I haven't really come on the scene yet. Jesus knows what's going to happen when he starts doing miracles. He's going to start drawing crowds and, and there's going to be all kinds of tensions because of that. And so he, he's, what he states is not false. It's not my time yet, right, woman, <laughs> says to his mom. And, and his mom's like, yeah, 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 but you can still do something about it. And Jesus says, all right, I will. It's not a contradiction, right? It's not his time yet, but it's not a wrong thing to do it. So he does, right? He does it um, out of his tremendous respect for his mother, his host, and his graciousness and love for the situation, which is who Jesus is. Uh, but the, go the Gospel of John, the writer John, uses it as one of the signs he calls them to show you who Jesus is. Okay, so that's why we have the story in our Bibles. Hopefully that helps. Let me know if it doesn't. Okay. All right. Lastly, today, this week, um, given coming out of a really intense political season uh, where you may have found yourself feeling very uh, just kind of down about the whole thing, which most of us did, says, should a Christian be involved with or even serve in politics? It's a great question, right? Because so much in politics is anger, division, um, you're horrible, I'm not, right? And that's just like not how Christ wants his people to act. So it almost feels like, how could I be involved in American politics in this day and age and still hold true to my biblical beliefs? So great question, but I would say yes. I think if possible, if God's calling you to public office, and that could be local, could be state, could be national, right? All kinds of different ways that, that if he's calling you, absolutely, God will really use his genuine peoples, people who really are um, born again in Christ to lead and to serve in such a ways that can make a difference in our culture. So absolutely. However, this can be a very hard calling because most people in our culture, including so-called Christians, would disagree or tell you you have to sacrifice your biblical beliefs. You can't be a Christian, you can't be pro-life, you can't be uh, this or that. And, and if you are someone who's more prone to desire power and influence over serving and making a difference for Christ. And that may be you, that just could be your struggle. Politics isn't for you because you're gonna get sucked into that quickly. However, if you're someone who says, no, 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 if I lose, I lose, but here's my intention, to serve on behalf of Christ. And so I'm gonna stand on my principles no matter what. If that means I don't win the election, if that means they don't want me, so be it. But if they do, if God wants it, God will make it happen. That's your attitude, great, because Politics used to always be about serving the people of this country, of the state, of this community. To, to spend your time sacrificing to help and lead others. That's sort of been lost in all of this, where people get paid tons of 
money and get all this influence because they're in politics. And, and so as a Christian, you need to really go into it and say, Christ first. And then awesome, let God use you in those positions. Okay, let me know if you become president. I'd love to visit you at the White House. We'll see you next week on Ask. In the meantime, if you go to cornerstonebv.org, you can not only submit your questions in the media page, but you can sign up for one of our worship gatherings. And we'd love to see you, especially if you don't have a church home and I've never met you in person. Would love to have you come up and say hello this weekend. God bless. Have an awesome week, everybody.